Welcome to Dear Husband, Dear Wife with Danny and Jenny Fuentes, a podcast about dating, marriage, and sex, where we break it down, keep it real, and unashamedly go there. Our goal is to foster a space that welcomes you to have conversations with us regarding these topics. And since we believe in seeking the truth about these topics, we guarantee to keep a biblical perspective in all things related. So go ahead and grab your favorite drink and or put those earbuds because it's about to get real. Hey guys. What's up? How's everybody doing? Question mark. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is Dear Husband and Dear Wife. With Danny and Jenny Fuentes. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome back to another episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, and if you're first time listener, thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoy this episode. Today we're going to be talking about money. Money, 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 money. Money, money, money. Yep. Money, money, money. Money, money, money. Yep. Um, money. His, yeah, his, her money. Our money. Our money. What does that look like? Yep. For those of you who are dating, this is a great question to think about and yeah. to kind of ask in your relationship, especially if you're thinking about taking what the next steps, right? So, yeah. um, and if for Consider those of you who, options, yep. And for those of you who are married, this is something that can be very tricky at times. You know, um, the word of God talks about money. Well, Jesus spoke about money so much more than he spoke about faith, right? And we've heard that before. Yeah. And so like... Jesus likes is, money. Right? This is like, well, no, it's not that. <laughs> it's, it's he knew that money would be probably one of the biggest problems in our society because we would see it as a god we would as an worship, idol yeah we would worship it we would depend on it we would trust in those little numbers that are in our bank account versus trusting in him right and so he knows very well that you know we've heard people say you know money is the root of all evil and it's it's to some extent it can definitely be true but money can also be a blessing if we know, if you know how, how to, utilize, to utilize it. Exactly. So in this episode, for the sake of this episode, because we're talking about marriage, sex, dating, whatnot, you know, that's what our episode's about. We're going to be talking about his, hers, and our money. Money. So in the context of marriage, his, her, our money. What is that? Um, It's money. <laughs> it holds a financial value. To our current state of economics. And it can cause divorces. It's, yeah, it's the, I mean, the very thing that can be used to bless people and, you know, to to make good things happen can also, you know, it's the very thing that can also um, allow bad things to happen mm-hmm. to, you know. Um, yeah, it. Money is a big deal, you know, and, and God definitely talks about that in the Bible. And it's interesting if you think about it. And I'm sure you, a lot of you uh, have heard this before also. But it's very interesting how, uh, you know, God makes it clear, you know, to not to not tempt him or to not test him. But when it comes to money, it's the only thing in the entire Bible where, where he allows you to test him with it. Yeah. 
obviously not in the sense of like you know trying to find a, a flaw of some kind but in the sense of like like Jenny was talking about you know we we automatically build a a strong dependence on money and it feels good when we have a lot of it and it feels good when you see that big number on your in your bank account but what does it look like when it's not that way yeah i think one of the biggest things um that couples always have to consider is once we live together once we are married is his money becoming my money and is my money becoming his right and does it become our money and we know several couples who operate and continue to operate as his money is his money her money is her money and there's no such thing as our money. And yeah. then we know plenty of couple, couples who operate the opposite, where his money is my money, her money is my money, and now it has become our money. Mm-hmm. And so I guess, like, is there a right way to do this? You know, for some people, it works to keep their bank account separately, but... Mm-hmm. But let's be real, like there can be always that tension, especially if we become one and we're married, we should be learning how to do our finances together and we should be able to trust each other with our finances. So I think that's that's really mm-hmm. important because once we're married, it's no longer just me living life, you know? it's I don't ever want to feel like Danny has to borrow money from me. Or vice versa, where I have to borrow money from my husband. And then I have this feeling of owing him something. Because I should never have to owe my husband anything. And Mm -hmm. he should never have to owe anything to me. Yeah. um, It's interesting how some married couples function this way. But I think personally, and this is just my thought. This is not an advice or anything. But I just, I think if it works, then it works. Um, obviously, as long as there's a mutual agreement and a great sense of respect towards each other when it comes to finances, um, you know, you never want it to be a thing where money is the sole problem of, of, um, of a marriage. Yeah. Um, it's just, it sucks, you know, it's, it's all money. And at the same time, like, I, I wonder what what people think or feel for those who have gotten divorced because of money. Oh, you know, what happened in the divorce? You know, who cheated or who did what? No, nobody cheated. Oh, so what happened? Uh, It was just money. Hmm. Like, what? Really? All of that just because of money? You know? So kind of, it, it just puts this really bad stain on, on marriage when it comes to money and how you know spouses work with that you know another thing like for jenny and i for example um i don't know when we first got married i always felt it in my heart to just have that kind of approach where you know what whatever it is that i gain it's also jenny's gain but it's it's weird like how can I put it? It's interesting how that has always been my approach, my thought process in life. 
yet I've never seen it uh, vice versa where whatever Jenny gains is my gain. It's weird. What do you mean? Like, I mean in the sense like like if Jenny, whatever, if Jenny won $100,000 in a lotto, like I wouldn't see it as I won $100,000. You know? Like it's weird. I don't know why. It has. It's nothing like, not that something bad happened or, you know, or I saw it in my family kind of thing. It's just, I don't know. Like I just, I always felt like, like I, I think what it is, I think it's just the whole concept of winning, I guess. Just the general concept of winning. Like, it feels good when you win, you know? But not everyone sees it as a good thing when, oh, I won, but because I won, this person won, kind of thing. I don't know if that makes sense. So you still see us separately? I don't see it as separate. I just see it as like, if I won $100,000, oh man, I'm I'm excited and I will see it as Jenny won $100,000 too, you know? But if Jenny won $100,000, I'm like, that's Jenny. Like, Jenny won $100,000. And again, it's not, I don't see it as a bad thing. I'm not saying like, oh, Jenny, that's your thing and this is my thing. It's just, I think what it is is that by me including myself, I feel like I'm taking from Jenny when I don't want her to ever think I'm taking from her. Do you think that has to do with, like, gender or, like, masculinity and whatnot? I have no idea. I didn't see it in my family. My dad wasn't like that. You know, my mom wasn't like that either. Or could it be because since we first got married, I used to be the one who used to bring financially more money. You know what? I I think that's it. I never thought about that. But (laughs) I think that's it. Yeah. Because that's true. You were the first one that started working, and I wasn't. So I was a breadwinner. Yeah, so I felt bad. Like, if you brought home an extra 500 bucks, I felt guilty taking that as my own also. Yeah. So, yes, I think it has. I think it definitely has to do with I that. I figured. I figured. Yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, no. Dang. In, yeah, I want to read a statistic. Um, I just literally want to read this because I think it's so interesting. Money, money, money. <laughs> <laughs> Couples that argue about finances at least once a week are thirty are thirty more likely to get divorced. So, in other once words, once to th- one to thirty times a week. No, are, sorry. Couples that argue about finances at least once a week are thirty percent or oh, more okay. likely to get divorced. Okay. The same study also found Dude, that couples that with no assets at the beginning of a three-year period are 70% more likely to divorce by the end of that period than couples with $10,000 in assets. So in other words, like... <laughs> like if, you, if you fight once a week because of money, you're getting divorced. No, 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 no. And, if, no. You ha- and if, you, if you get married broke as heck, you're getting divorced. <laughs> no, That's but, really sad. I know, but this is like... A, like this yeah. is a statistic, actually, from like divorce that's, lawyers. And that's these are, a pretty These are facts and rates for 2022, by the way, so... Dang. We're okay, about, so like, what is the okay? So the key concept of this entire episode, guys, is just get money. No, get mo- <laughs> money. And, and again, I'm reading this again. Just says, get money. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Actually, this is really good. Money arguments are the second leading cause of divorce behind infidelity. Dang. High levels of debt. And poor communication lead to stress and anxiety when it comes to finances. In nearly half of couples with $50,000 or more in debt, 
say money is their top reason for arguing. That's interesting because we are about three hundred thousand dollars in debt. But that's student loan debt. But still, that's debt. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> debt is debt. debt. Like we're you know freaking two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars in debt. But we're doing great, guys. We're fantastic. We have the Lord with us. We don't care. No, are you being sarcastic or are you being real? No, I'm being serious. Oh, okay. Um, I just wasn't sure with your tone of voice <laughs> what you were trying to say. But this goes to show you like the importance of of communication when it comes to money and why you need to have yeah. a specific strategic way of doing your finances. Because, Gotta have a plan, guys. Yeah, because it can totally lead to a lot of problems, yeah. you know, and we don't want couples out there divorcing because of money, because of debt. I think yeah. the first and most important thing is this. Okay, let's take into consideration um, when we first got married. And I, we're being transparent here. Yeah. We usually use our stories, you know. Broke to, yeah. as a joke. And that put a lot of pressure on on both of us. Yeah. It put a lot of pressure on me because I was the one bringing in money, but it also yeah. put a lot of pressure on Danny and Danny in the sense that there was guilt and shame, you know, of like how to perform that. And we, we found ourselves kind of bickering at each other at the mm-hmm. beginning because of money, you know, and, but see, this, this is the thing. Like, at least I remember our fights. Yes, they were, they were, um, they were revolving around finances, but it wasn't like, oh, Jenny, you're blowing money on stupid things or Danny, what the heck? Like, why are you spending so much money on things you don't need? It was literally more more um, on the basis of I just wanted a job. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted money so that we can just get the things that we needed to get. <laughs> like, I didn't care, you know, if I was making 10 bucks an hour or 12 or 7 I just wanted a job during that time because I felt guilty that Jenny was the only one that was working and she was working really hard and I wasn't. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, again, thinking back on the whole, like, if Jenny won $100,000, I would see it as that's Jenny's money and not mine is going back to this whole when we first got married where Jenny was the only one that was working for quite a while, you know, and she was the one, you know making sure that we had the money to pay the bills and everything and i just you know kept my head down and didn't say anything because i didn't want to add more stress to our situation where again we just financially were barely making it yeah and i think i think one of the most important things to understand is when you get married you realize you're broke as a joke. no 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 you realize it you're realizing that you're inheriting each other's debt this is true, and guys. And we forget about that. You this know, is And that true. puts a lot of stress, a lot of stress in so many yeah. couples. So that's I why- didn't go to school when we first got married. I only had a high school diploma. The second I said I do, I instantly went into $200,000 in debt because <laughs> of Jenny, guys. Because of Jenny. But like I said, we have the good Lord in our hearts, so we don't care. No, no, no. I, that's not true. That's not true. We but, care, but we don't care. But the truth of the matter is this. It's like we we... Arguing because of money is going to lead to a lot of stress and anxiety yeah. based on the research and also based on what we've lived. The truth of the matter is like it does create anxiety. It does put a stressor in your in yeah. your in your um, marriage or in your relationship. And then it leads to what 
you know, society research shows and calls as financial infidelity, meaning you start lying to your spouse about money or you start oh, hiding man. or you start hiding information about money to your to your spouse. If this is you, we're not shaming you. We're no, just, no, 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 we're no, no, we're not. We're not. I, but- I did it. I'll admit I've done that where, you know, and it's usually more with food. I'll admit I'm a I'm a foodie slash fatty. So, you know, Jenny would be like, oh, what'd you spend? And I'm like, oh, you know, you know, babe, you know, without being too descriptive. But I blew like 30 bucks on McDonald's or something. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, it's it's one of the things that Danny and I now have in place, because I remember we were doing that with each other. Like we wouldn't tell each other what we were doing with our money. Ah. And then we were like, bills came and we're like, where the heck did the money where, go? You know, money? so where's my money, woman? So communication is very important. And so one of the things that we started doing is now we tell each other, like, hey, I'm going to use some of the money or, you know, or we don't just make decisions, big, especially big financial decisions, like without consulting with each other. I think those are so, so important things, like so many important things. Like, and now we also budget, you know, we've been there, guys, where we used to have a lot of debt, you know, a lot of credit card debt and the truth of the matter is like it was putting pressure on Danny. I can feel the stress on Danny. I can feel the stress on myself, especially because at that season of our lives, we also like either were losing our jobs, didn't have good jobs that would allow us to help and pay off our debt. But money can really put a wrench in your relationship and even in your happiness. You yeah. think you think the more money you have, the more happier you are. But the truth is more money more problems. More money, more problems. Yep. And and it's because you have this idea that because you have more money, you can spend more. But the truth of the matter, if you're not smart, you're not wise, you're not consulting with your significant other, with your spouse, how to manage finances, you're going to find yourself really quickly in a very awkward, uncomfortable, frustrating position because money's not being administered in a really wise and right way. Yeah. Again, guys, it's, it's, I think, you know, and I, I personally don't think that Jesus has anything against finances, but it's how we utilize them. You know, again, you know, the, the money that we can use to, you know, to bless people, whatever churches to, to, to put into the Lord's kingdom is the very same tool that we use to make things worse or to, you know, walk over other people, you know, financially. Um, and so at the end of the day, it, it, it really comes down to how you utilize your finances, how you guys um, come together to administer your own money. Um, obviously, we, you know, we live in a world where it's all about that number in your account, you know, and if mm. you don't have it, you're a nobody. And that's not that's not the Lord's uh, mindset. You know, it's his kingdom is upside down, you know, where it's he's all about investing in in him and allowing him to be your sole provider. And personally, and again, this is from my my personal you know story uh, for Jenny and I, we, we've seen God like really make things happen out of nothing. Where literally the the end result is always 
there's no way this could have happened physically, like by our strength. Yeah. Like this only, ha- like this literally has God's name written all over it. And there's nothing else that I can do or use to make it otherwise. And so, you know, we're, we're in that season right now where we're just, we're allowing God to be the center, you know, of, of not just our lives, not just our, our, you know, our marriage, but our finances too, you know, and it's interesting. I I remember, I think I'm not a, I'm not a Bible expert, but I think it's either in Romans. I think it's in Romans actually, where he, um, (coughs) Where he talks about how to how to utilize your money and how actually carrying debt is not part of his kingdom, and so I mean I've 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 read the Bible countless of times. I've read so many verses countless of times, and when I was reading this, I was like, "Oh snap!" Like this, like this is telling me being in debt is not the kingdom way, mm-hmm. and so. Instantly right there, I just, I thought to myself, I'm not living financially the way God is expecting me to. Mm. And so, you know, we're all on a journey. You know, some of us are, have been blessed with the ability to, to make a lot of it and other, and you know, the rest of us, uh, not so much, but at the end of the day, I don't think it's a, again, I don't think it's a concept of who can make the most, the fastest, or whatever. I think it all just comes down to being wise, you know, and not allowing that to be the center of your marriage, not allowing that to be the center of your life, um, and definitely not allowing money to replace who Jesus is. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think mm. one of the most important things, you know, to acknowledge, like Danny was saying, is keeping God at the center and not being, not making money your idol, you know, not not being <sighs> money hungry, you know. I think I think that's oh man, that's the word I, was, I want to use. Well, I was money hungry, guys. Yeah, it, and I remember Danny like I was so instant- bitter. And I-, I instantly became bitter and yeah. miserable. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I just started paying attention to the most insignificant, stupid little things. Cents, guys. Cents. That involved. Yeah. If it was like an extra five cents, I'm going to murder someone type of deal. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it was that dumb. Uh, Honestly, guys, like, it took me a while. And again, I'm not rich. For those of you who know me, I'm not rich. I don't come from wealth. I don't have an inheritance. My parents left us, you know, absolutely nothing. I got nothing, guys. Nothing but debt under my name. That's all I have. So, yeah, I was definitely money hungry for quite some time. And <laughs> did it get me anywhere? No. I still got the same dollar sign in in regard to debt. And, yeah. Yeah, so. I think one of the most important things to understand and to acknowledge is that, you know, we... Money, money should not master us, but we should master money. And yes. in your marriage, you should learn how to master money together. Not let it be something that you master separately. Not let it be something that masters you either. But you should be masters of money. And in the sense of your basically 
knowing how to manage your money together and having conversations of what that looks like, you know, um, not hiding money from each other, not creating these secret accounts, you know, or not undisclosing any debt um, or all those little hidden purchases, you know, pesky little purchases like that. Like Danny says, you know, like <laughs> that he does because no, 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 because they can no. really contribute to a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety. And unfortunately, unfortunately, the reality and the truth, as dumb and as stupid as this sounds, is it can totally lead to divorce eventually. You know, yeah, guys, and it's like it's like over a pesky, let, stupid little golden don't arches let the golden purchase. Ar- <laughs> you know, don't let the golden arches come in between you guys. Yes, and I think the most important thing to understand is this. Um, I don't know. I am very, very blessed at the fact that I have a husband who, um, we're very equally in our marriage. You know, he's no super guys. Guys, <laughs> I am praying that Jenny becomes my sugar mama at some point. <laughs> Because I'm ready to quit the workforce. <laughs> so, you know, but we are very blessed and fortunate that we we treat each other very equally. Like Danny's no better than I am. He's not yeah. better. And I'm not better than him. But in that season, in, the, in that, sorry, in this atmosphere, I want to say that we've created in our marriage, we've learned to communicate about finances. We've had hard conversations about finances. Yeah. You know, and... I've never in a million years have felt like I have to ask or beg Danny for an allowance and vice versa. He has never had to beg me or ask me for an allowance. But we look at the money and when Danny really wants to buy something and he's dreaming about it, he lets me know. And and we basically say, and he knows, this, and this is true, like if the money's there, I'll say, yeah, let's buy it. And I'm very like, Let's do it, right? And sometimes he freaks out because I'm like, he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. But if the money is not there, you know, we're I'm real. And I said, hey, the money's not there. And right now it's not the time. And let's figure something out. Like let's start saving towards it or, you know, et cetera. And and it's the same thing. Danny does the same thing with me, like reverse the roles. And he does it with me too. Like if I want something, he'll be like, sorry, babe, not like not right now. We can't afford it. And he'll be like, okay, cool. So- You know, I think the most important thing to do is don't see money as just your money. Don't see money just as his money or her money, but see money as a collective blessing that you guys can manage together, that you guys learn how to manage together so that you guys can be successful. Yeah. A lot of the financially successful couples are people who manage their monies together. Mm -hmm. They don't manage separate accounts. Yeah, because again, it can cause money infidelity, and that yeah. word is real. And that's cheating, guys. That really is. That's cheating. You're cheating your wife or your husband from money. That beautiful double quarter pounder or McDouble that you've been biting on, it'll come and get you, guys. It really will. It'll come and get you. It really, really will. But yeah, I think, you know, it's really important for us to see that, you know, and I think, again, we, we want to be masters of money, not money mastering us. So, I mean, anything else babe, that you can think of? Um, no, just, I mean, again, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard topic. Obviously, you know, it's money. A lot of people don't like this subject. Um, but it's definitely one that we cannot ignore. Um, again, it's, you know... It's part of life. Um, 
you know, I think at the end of the day, you, I don't think it matters. I person, I personally, and this is just my personal opinion. I, I don't think it really matters if there are, you know, married couples out there that literally have separate accounts, but they've, you know, they've never had financial issues or never had fights because of finances. If that's, if that's you, kudos to you. And and my hats off to you guys. But it's so rare, Danny. Like, it is rare. So yeah. so yeah. rare. I wouldn't expect and a I lot say, of people. I would say the couples that we know, the reality and the truth of the matter is, is there's a lot of secrecy when it comes to that money. True. So I would I, 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 would, I, I wouldn't would, know. I would actually I counteract know. that argument and I would say if you can try to manage learn how to manage your money together and and put it together. Well, do I it. also I also think about it like this because I could see I could see that working to the extent of like, let's just say, let's just say, you know, the the wife is much better at the finances than the husband is and they have separate accounts. And then the husband realizes he's blowing a ton of money and then the wife is doing pretty good and they they both make about the same. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can use that in in a positive outcome and kind of see, you know, see yourself and be like, oh, wait a minute, you know, we're. You know, we're making about the same or whatever, you know, bringing in about the same. Yet I find myself, you know, scratching my credit cards, trying to figure out what to do while my spouse is doing pretty good. And again, you know, I just see that as like maybe that's what's probably going on again. Yeah, I like like to give I like to give the benefit of the doubt. I can't, you know, come out here and say, oh, for those of you who have separate accounts, you're screwing around secretly. I just I can't do that. I can't say that. So yeah, you I know, guess that's where and, you're better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, again, if it's working, and yeah, like Jenny said that you know, if it's working and there are no secrets, and you know, both spouses are are being honest and forward with their finances, even though they are carrying separate accounts, then kudos to you guys. I mean, again, I, I can't judge, and and I have no, I have no reason to. But for anyone who, you know, feels like that's not something that they can function with and both spouses have to share the accounts type of thing, and then that's just how it is. You know, for Jenny and I, we share our accounts. You know, she's in every single account that I have, and I'm in every single account that she has, and, and we both have the same bank. You know, we don't hide anything. If I go and spend something, she's going to see it when she opens up the app. You know, and she's done it, and it's literally happened. You know, where I've gotten, you know, McDonald's and literally like a minute to two minutes later, she's texting me, what the heck did you buy a McDonald's? <laughs> you know, yeah. and I use, you know, I've, I've, you know, I could easily use those text messages to like lie and be like, oh, whatever. You know, I bought the McPlant that just came out. You swear you're going to get a McPlant at a McDonald's. <laughs> but, you know, again, it's one of those things where we just were honest with each other and vice versa. I've done those things where... I myself, I'm like, hey, you know, I noticed this charge on your on your debit card. What's up with that? Yeah. But again, it's not it's not for any of us to feel like we need to ask for permission because we're adults. We're not children and there's no need for permission. Yeah. It's more just being in the loop. Yeah. It's just being communicated. Um, Just having that communication and being in the loop of what's going on. You know, I've always told Jenny, like, hey, you don't need to ask me if you can get something. If we have the money, awesome. You know, just keep tabs on the account. Make sure that we're not overspending so like that we get our bills paid and then 
we're good. If if you know we got X amount to to spend, then do it. Knock your socks off. I don't care. Yeah. One of the things that I also would want to say is the beauty of cash, man. Like actually having cash. Danny Danny has lately um I don't know, lately has been teaching me of like carrying cash and the importance of carrying cash versus like swiping that card, right? Because that card can get you in trouble a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. So, um, swipey, no swipey. (laughs) Yeah. So I would say like find ways that you can budget together, friendly budget stuff. You know, um, I love it when Danny has certain amount of cash. And in his pocket, and, and I also get a certain amount of cash in my pocket because it also takes that stress of like what Danny was saying. You don't have to be asking for permission, but it's like, yeah. like you know, like oh, these are like my sixty bucks, and I can do whatever the heck I want with them, right? And and yeah. vice versa. Until so. I tell you what I want you to do with them. <laughs> but, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. But yeah, I think you know, like that's that's the most important thing. And I just want to end with this because I know that we're running out of time, but. You know, Matthew 6.21 says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And I think the most important thing is this, like, if your treasure is found in money and in that bank account, and you're greedy, and you're selfish, and you're lying about money, that's where your heart is at. And the truth of the matter is, you got to check yourself, you got to you gotta get some help. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to say it nicely, like, the truth of the matter is, you got to get help, buddy, or because... It's just going to keep ruining you. And it's going to keep, like Danny said, he was so obsessed with money at a moment in his life and it was making him bitter and angry. And, you know, his dependency was on the money and not in God, you know. But I would say, you know, like find ways to talk with your spouse. If your spouse is not good at managing money, talk to him or her and say, hey, like I have dreams. Let's start dreaming together. What are some big dreams that we want to do? Like, I know Danny and I have been lately been talking about purchasing a home. And so that means, yeah, we got to get our debt down. We got to, you know, be on, on yeah. you know, with our student loans. Like we have to that start means, now saving yeah, versus means, like, you know, yeah, spending a lot of money. We have to go out and hassle people that owe us money. <laughs> no. You know? No, no one owes us money. But, you know, like. <laughs> Crack skulls, ask questions later. <laughs> up, seriously. Sometimes I don't even know why I'm doing this with you. <laughs> Anyway, but anyway, um, you know, like I, I just, I just say this, like the truth of the matter is like, start dreaming together and start saving together. And for those of you whose hands tend to itch and want to always be buying and don't know how to manage your budget very well, trust your spouse, trust your spouse. That's the person you love. That's the person you marry to help you walk through. And now if the two of you don't know how to manage your finances, then get help. There's really like, then then you've hit rock bottom. No, get help. Like there's tools (laughs) out there. Like the Dave Ramsey may work for you. If not, there's a bunch of books of people who write about finances and savings, like really like start exploring what method works for you and do it. So, yeah. So we leave you with that. If anything, so Honest, it's not about yeah. his money, her money, yeah. but it's our money that we learn how to manage together and that we grow together, that we invest together so that we can have yeah. the future that we've always dreamed about. If, if you dream together, it, it just makes it that much more exciting. Yep. Yeah. I agree with you. All right, y'all. All right. I guess that's it, guys. We've hassled you enough about money. <laughs> Uh, again, we are thankful that you've joined us on this podcast. I hope that um, whatever it is that we say is of help to you to some extent. We don't know everything. We don't have all the answers. 
we just are glad that we can be a couple that are more than willing to share their story. Take what works for you and throw out what doesn't. Thank you for your time, and we will catch you guys on the next episode. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. We really enjoyed hanging out with you. If you really enjoyed hanging out with us too, then we ask you for one simple favor. Go ahead and leave us a review and let us know how we did. We thank you so much and we really appreciate your time. We look forward to seeing you next week. Adios.